Hey ladies, this is Leslie Tavernier. I am a dark feminine love coach for women who are in love with a dark masculine man. And today I'm going to be talking about no longer playing the role of victim to money. No longer playing the role of victim to money. This is very important to talk about because a lot of people are playing victim to money and when you play victim to money it makes life unnecessarily painful unnecessarily painful so uh i'll start off by saying that the, the, the premise behind everything that I'm going to be sharing is the idea or the understanding that there really are no victims and no villains. There are no victims and no villains. Now, we can each choose to play either role or both roles, you know, in a, in a given incarnation. We can choose to play that role, any either of those roles, and we do choose to play those roles. Um but our true self, our true nature is not a victim and it's not a villain, okay? There's like, our, our true nature is beyond that whole duality. So one of the, the cool things about playing the role of victim is that at some point you'll eventually, like you'll eventually like get so sick of it that you'll be, you'll have to make a choice. You'll have to make a choice of, okay, either A, I'm going to spend the rest of my life being a victim to whatever or whoever, or I'm going to be in my power. So, when you get to that point, that's a really good thing. That's a really good thing because that's when you can really make a quantum leap if you choose to let go of identifying as a victim. So for me, I, I've, I've played the role of victim to money for almost my entire life, okay? So like several decades. And um, it's a very painful role to play. Like, it's just like, for me, it, it, it got to the point where, you know, I had given so much power away to money. And, and what that looked like is that like, I, I couldn't have any of the things that I really wanted. I couldn't have the lifestyle that I wanted. I couldn't travel the way that I wanted. I couldn't have, you know, the material things that I wanted. I couldn't have the type of house that I wanted to live in. I couldn't have the clothes. I couldn't have the shoes. I couldn't have, you know, I couldn't do the activities. I couldn't go to the places that I wanted to go, uh, except on the rare occasion. Uh, because of money. 
And I, I couldn't even have the, the relationships, the romantic relationships. I couldn't have the, the quality of relationship that I desired to have because of money. So I, I really like felt like I was completely at the mercy of money. Like money was the sadist and I was the masochist. Okay. Like some serious BDSM was taking place here between money and I. And it was very painful. And it, it got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Like, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life being a victim to money, like feeling trapped, feeling stuck, feeling imprisoned, feeling like I, you know, I, I can't do any of the things that I really want to do because I never have enough money, or, or even when I do have enough money, it doesn't last for more than a couple of day, a couple of days, you know. Um, I got to a point like it just got so painful for me that I was like, okay, you know what? Like, if I'm gonna be stuck in victimhood relative to money for the rest of my life, then I don't, I don't even want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is some bullshit. Like, I'd rather not be here than continue to play this particular role relative to money. Like, this is gross. This is like humiliating. This is torture. This is, I, I don't want to keep living like this. Like this, this sucks. So, you know, but I still, I still, I still want to stay alive. Like I still want to experience this incarnation. I still want to accomplish the goals that I set out to accomplish prior to incarnating. And so, you know, there was only, there was only one path to take in order to continue to stay alive. And that's to decide to just be in my power and decide to own the fact that, you know, money, money is here to serve me, <laughs> you know, money is here to serve me. Money is a submissive energy. It's submissive. It's here to support. It's here to serve. It's here to assist. It, it, it enjoys being in the submissive energy. It enjoys being in the possession of people who understand how to dominate it well. But for people who are, who feel that they are a victim to money and nothing's ever going to change that, then money doesn't really like to be around people like that. It's it just because like now the energy's off, like, okay, wait a second. So you're submitting to money, money's dominating you. Like that's like energetically, like that's off. Like that's just, that's not how money functions best with human beings. So what what does it mean to be in a dominant role with money? Well, the, the first thing is that any any kind of thought, any idea, any narrative, any past experience um, that you've experienced over and over and over again, 
that suggests that you are at the mercy of money and you will always be at the mercy of money. You have you have to no longer succumb to those thoughts, those ideas, those narratives. Like you, you have to just like see it for it for what it is. It's bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. And it can seem really logical. It can it can make perfect sense. You know, your egoic mind can give you all kinds of logical, rational, you know, reasonable explanations as to why. You can't and you won't have financial abundance consistently. Your egoic mind is amazing at giving you all kinds of rationale as to why you can't, you won't, you don't have what it takes to have financial abundance consistently. Okay, so first you got to become aware of what your egoic mind is doing. It's very clever. It's very, very clever. It's very smart. It knows how to keep you hooked in misery, in humiliation, in subjugation. You know, that's that's what you're used to. You're used to feeling that way. You're used to feeling subjugated. You're used to feeling um, trapped, imprisoned, humiliated, abused, tortured by money. by the lack of money. So yeah, if you're if your nervous system is is used to feeling like a victim, then even if you want to have, even if you desire to have consistent financial abundance, your nervous system is jacked. Your nervous system is saying, well, wait a minute. I I don't know how to feel anything else other than anxiety, stress, worry, fear rejection, abandonment, humiliation, unworthiness. I don't know how to feel anything else aside from those states of being. Like, I don't know how to feel dominant relative to money. I know how to be at the mercy of money. I know how to beg and plead and cry or rage. <laughs> you know, I know how to feel that. I know how to feel those emotions relative to money, but I don't know how to feel confident. I don't know how to feel that, you know, I'm in charge, you know, and, and money is in service to me and money enjoys submitting to me. That's a whole new way of feeling in your body. It's a whole different way of feeling in your body. So... The, the key is to no longer believe what your egoic mind is saying to you. And that's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> it's a whole lot easier said than done. And there are ways that you can utilize to distract I'm not sure if that's the right word I want to use, but to distract you from giving your life force energy away to your egoic mind. Because that's really what's happening. You know, the egoic mind is constantly triggering us with 
I can't have it. I won't have it. I don't deserve to have it. It's never going to happen. It's impossible. Your egoic mind is constantly filling you with that. And, and if you are susceptible to those messages, then you will stay feeling, you know, like a victim. But once you recognize that, okay, those messages are not serving me, that they're only serving victimhood and I'm, I'm not interested in playing victim anymore. Like I've, I've been there, done that. And it was an interesting ride, but I don't, I don't want to continue playing that role. I'm, I'm done with it. So you got to become aware of your thoughts. You got to get into observer mode or witness mode. You got to understand that you are not your thoughts. You are not your egoic mind. You're not everything in you that's saying you can't and won't or don't deserve to have financial abundance consistently. You're going to have to recognize that anything that says that is a liar. Okay. Because remember, we're not submitting to money anymore. We're, we're looking to dominate money. Let money be our servant. Let money serve us. So to get into dominance, you, you can't be susceptible to any kind of thought or suggestion that says that like you're you're not capable of having what you desire okay if you're going to dominate money you you can't be susceptible to those thought patterns like you you can notice them you can be aware that they're there you can know that they're trying to pull you back into victimhood but you don't have to agree to anything that they're saying because you're the dominant energy here not the submissive So as I've said in um, previous episodes, especially the one where I talked about um, how prayer actually works, for me, like repeating the same affirmation, like the same one sentence over and over and over and over and over and over again, really helps to distract me or to like discipline, discipline my mind so that I'm not giving, you know, my focus you know, the majority of my focus to the egoic mind. So repetition of affirmation helps me to, to like, no longer identify with the egoic mind, no longer identify as victim of money. And instead, not only is, is, am I no longer identified with those egoic thought patterns relative to money? But like now, you know, when I, when I speak the word, when I say the money affirmation, because I'm no longer leaking life force energy to my egoic mind with, with all the bullshit that is trying to present to me, because I, I'm not leaking life force energy anymore. Now, when I speak the word, there's, there's a lot of power and potency behind those words. So when I say a money affirmation over and over and over and over and over and over again, um, that sound vibration, the potency behind the sound of my words creates my desired reality where financial abundance, consistent financial abundance is normal for me. And it's not something that I have to beg and plead and work super hard for like, I can just speak it 
into being. And for a long time, like I knew I had that gift, but like I was so, oh, like the victim in me was just so scared to really take on the identity of, of a, a woman who can speak financial abundance, who can speak money into her 3D reality. Like I, I knew deep down inside that I had that gift, but like fully owning it and walking in it like was just like so terrifying to me and partly because I was like well maybe I don't have the maybe I just think I have that gift of word power but like maybe I'm full of shit maybe I really don't have any powers if I actually go ahead and say these affirmations over and over and over and over and over, I'm going to find that it doesn't work and then I'm going to be crushed. So I would, I would like avoid doing it because I didn't want to have to face the, the, the conclusion that actually you don't have any magical power. I know you wanted to believe that you do, but you really don't. So I would, I would avoid using my word power for fear that, that I would find out that I actually don't have any word power and that I'm actually stuck in poverty. So there was a fear that I don't have the power, but then there was all the bigger fear was that I do have the power, that I actually do. And that it doesn't matter, like as an online coach, as an online relationship coach, my egoic mind would get me caught up in vanity metrics. And, um, you know, you, you, your your posts have to look a certain way. Um, you know, you have to have a certain level of, of, of professionalism in, in how you present yourself online. You have to have X amount of followers. You have to have like all these things that I didn't have or I didn't really even care to have. And so like my egoic mind was constantly hooking me with you don't you don't have the pieces in place you don't have the things in place you don't have the the amount of people following you you don't have the look that you need to have to make the kind of money that you want to be making and so therefore um you can't expect to enjoy financial abundance as a result of your online business <laughs> my egoic mind was really amazingly incredibly clever at giving me all kinds of reasons as to why I can't and won't and and I'm not worthy of <laughs> experiencing financial abundance through my online coaching business. You know, the egoic mind, like it really like, oh man, whew, it was relentless. It was absolutely relentless for years. Relentless in its determination to keep me identifying as a victim to money. So, yeah, you know, affirmations has been something that has really helped me to no longer identify with the egoic mind and instead just be able to observe it because now I'm, I'm, you know, redirecting my attention towards the affirmation that I'm repeating instead of, you know, falling asleep to what my egoic mind is saying to me. And because I have so much more 
life force energy. Now, when I speak the word, the word comes to pass. When I say that X dollar amount is mine today, X dollar amount is actually mine today. It actually physically or electronically shows up in my PayPal account. <laughs> because I speak it into being. And it's like the speaking it into being doesn't give a fuck about your metrics, your vanity metrics, your professionalism or, or any of that. It doesn't give a fuck. None of that matters. When you have word power, when you know that you are a female magician, when you know that you can speak things into being, when you know that you can speak money into your 3D reality, like when you know that you have that kind of dominion over money, then all of the bullshit, all of the bullshit that your egoic mind keep, and, and the egoic mind is still going to keep trying, but like when you're in dominion, when you know that you have the power to speak money into your reality, like the egoic mind, like it just, you know, you just, you just start to see it, see it and hear it for what it is. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's that part of me that, you know, got used to feeling like a victim. So, you know, it's uncomfortable being fully in power. And so it's going to say all kinds of shit because it's scared. I get it. But I understand that what it's saying is not true. It's not spiritual truth. You know, I, it doesn't matter if my metrics suck. It doesn't matter if like I have a small following. Like none of that shit actually matters when I know who the fuck I am. Okay. So that's what I wanted to share with you that, you know, if you're listening to my podcast, if, if you're following me on social media, if if you're in relationship with a dark masculine man, if you are a dark feminine woman, chances are very, very, very high that you do have magical power. You really do. Now, it, it may not be necessarily the same as me, where it's like, for me, it's word power. That's my strength. Um, for you, it might it might be something else that you're particularly powerful at. But whatever, whatever form of magic you're doing, you're you're fucking powerful at it. And, and and really and truly the only way for you to have and enjoy uh, a financial abundance consistently and an amazing relationship with your dark masculine man is by fully owning your power. There is no other way. You've got to fully own your power. You cannot continue to play victim to money or to your dark masculine man or to anything or anyone. And that takes courage. That takes a lot of courage to to know that no matter what's happening around you, like even if people around you are going through hell and they're, they feel like victims, they identify as victims, like you don't have to identify as a victim. You don't have to. You, you can always remember who you are, no matter what the situation is. And, and that's been the story of all the, the great avatars of this planet is that they can they could go through the most terrifying you know impossible seeming scenarios and come out of it stronger than ever more powerful than ever 
So I say that to say that if you've had a, a, a very painful relationship with money, if you've been a, a victim to money most of your life, I, I want you to know that your 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 pain, your suffering wasn't in vain. It is it's just an initiation for you to finally choose to step into your power, into your dominion. And and you know, instruct money, you know, like tell money like how to show up for you. Like actually tell it how to show up for you. Like speak it. Like understand that money is is your servant it's in it's in service to you it, it wants to be under your dominion it wants to obey your instructions it, it it enjoys obeying your instructions it gets off on obeying your instructions so just like own that walk in that know that speak that be that and yes again your egoic mind will try to persuade you back into victimhood it will try it will keep on trying so your your work is to hold to the truth of who you are. You are in dominion over money. And that is the rightful way of things. You are not here to be <laughs> a slave to money, a victim of money. That's that's not who you really are. That, that was never the truth of who you really are. Not ever. So... Yeah. If if you feel like you do have word power and and you'd like my support with that. Now word power also works with dark masculine man. It really does. Like I swear to God. Oh my goodness. It really does. Like I can't even like what I found is like when I started really like saying my affirmations, because I would I would say an affirmation for money and I would say an affirmation for my relationship with my dark masculine man. And what I found is that my affirmations for my relationship, they worked a lot faster than my money affirmations. The money affirmations took a little bit, like it took some discipline um, because I, you know, my egoic mind was constantly telling me all kinds of bullshit in regards to money. So it's like, that was actually more difficult, but you know, it got to the point where like, I mean, it got to the point where I was like, sometimes I'd be like, this is crazy. Like, fuck. Like, I would literally start saying my affirmation for me and my dark masculine man. Like, and like within like a couple minutes, like two, three minutes, maybe five at the most, like he would, he would message me. He would text me. He would reply to you know, a message that I might have sent earlier or whatever, like he'll, but like literally like within like a few minutes of me saying the affirmation, he would pop up. Like this has happened consistently. And I like, like when it first started happening, I was like, <laughs> like, hold on. Like, am I imagining this? Like maybe it's a coincidence. Like, <laughs> Like this, like, no, like, really, I have this kind of power. And then, but then the more I did it and like, the more he kept popping up, I was like, oh, wow. Oh my God. Like, wow. <laughs> I actually have like word power in regards to my dark masculine man. Now, here's when I didn't have word power in regards to him. So when I was conflicted 
about how I feel about him when I was full of anger and rage and, you know, victimhood, you did me wrong. You know, how could you hurt me like this? Blah, blah, blah. When I was stuck in that kind of victimhood, I did not have word power. You know, I was not able to just say an affirmation for like two, three minutes and have him appear. Like I did not have that power at all because I had split energy. So once I cleaned that up and I was just like, you know what? I just fucking love him. I like, fuck it. I love this fucking man. I fucking do. And like, that became like, like, so like, almost like a laser beam. Like it just like, there was no, no more like duplicity. There was no more like split energy. You know, it's just like, I fucking love him. That's it. That's when I noticed that my affirmations started to work really fast like really fast, like scary fast. Um, so that was actually easier. Although that, that will still work as well, but it was easier. Like I started seeing results with that sooner than I did with the money. Cause I had a lot more, um, financial trauma than, intimate relationship trauma but yeah you know it's the same it's the same thing you know the affirmation redirects your focus you're not focused on the egoic mind you're not mesmerized by your egoic mind you understand what the egoic mind is trying to do is trying to keep you in victimhood <laughs> and that's this idea of safety and so you're you're ready to step out of victimhood you're ready to step into your power so now you have to have no more split energy in regards to your dark masculine man or to money when you have no more split energy when you're not wasting energy you're not leaking energy you're not being inefficient that's when your affirmations actually fucking work and work really fast and work consistently so affirmations do work they do work when you don't have split energy. Okay, there is such a thing as word power. It's a real thing. There are actual magicians, male and female magicians, where they, they speak the word and it comes to pass, period. So if you're following me, going back to what I was saying earlier, chances are you also have word power. And that's why you feel drawn to me. Because a lot of other people who, you know, word power isn't really their thing per se. They'll say, well, affirmations don't work. But that it's not that they don't work. It's just that that's not their particular gift or talent. You know, there's different ways to do magic. <laughs> word power is one. And word power is my favorite. So, yeah, you can use word power to heal your relationship with money and with your dark masculine man. I would love to teach you how. It's not complicated, but it does require discipline. Lots and lots and lots and lots of self-discipline. Um, but it's really not complicated. It's really, really, really not complicated. It's very straightforward. You just got to do it. So I'm here to teach you how to do that. You know, it's it's... When you have word power, you don't really even need altars and candle magic and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you can still do that if you want to, um, but you, you can get to a point where your word power is like 
it's more than enough. You don't need anything else. Okay. So thank you so much for listening and reach out to me for further support if that's something you desire. Ciao.